You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. Mr. Hines go back a few, so we can talk some smack in this piece. We're fine. All right. This is Keith Price, and we are here at Feinstein's 54 Below for the press upfronts. And I get these opportunities so often to do this, and I love every chance I get to talk to people because here now and then they just roll in a legend. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you all, ladies and gentlemen, Maurice Hines is going to be up in here at Fountain Science 54 below June 7th and 8th at 7 p.m. tapping through life. Now, I actually got to see a version of this that you did at New World Stages. See, so that's why I'm trying to tell these people, don't be talking. They don't know who I know, Maurice. (laughs) All right. But how are you? So this is going to be fun because, wait, so now you're going to have to shrink down the show to do it in this space. Yeah, I am. Uh, But I'm still going to use the Diva Orchestra that I have. I usually use 15, but I'm going to use uh, 9 here. Uh, And I don't have the Manzari Brothers with me, the wonderful Manzari Brothers. You know, I love them. Yeah, I love them. So, and the stage is small, but I love the room because it's uh, it's very intimate, and I and the stories I'm going to tell are very intimate. They're very personal to me, so I like the room very much. I love it. So, you know, coming into this space to to like basically because you had to shrink the show to fit in there. How much? How much are we gonna? What are we gonna lose? Because like I said, I got to see you get the full on presentation. So what am I? What am I not gonna get to see? So I can be mad. Well, it's the it's well you won't see the the pictures and the screens and all that. Well, the pictures of Gregory and myself when we were young and stuff. But the stories will be the same, and and the feeling will be the same, and and the love of what I'm doing will be the same. That doesn't change. And I like I like the room. I like it. It's very intimate, and I feel comfortable. I, I feel comfortable. I have to feel comfortable on stage now as I, got, as I get older. You know, I have to be happy. Well, I mean, because why else do it? Exactly. Well, you know, years ago, you, 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 you did... Uh, I remember when we worked the Playboy Clubs, mm-hmm. Gregory and I, and we had to... Test, and the stage was a postage stamp. I mean, uh, but you did it, you know? We had a good time. And it was hard work. It was five shows a night. We did, they did not play the Playboy Clubs. And, and no day off in Chicago, which was the hub. Wow. You know, so I, I paid some dues, baby. So, I, I mean, but dues. but that's the thing. Like, here here we talk about still being, like, you know, I made the joke about, you know, being a legend, but you are one of the legends. You are one of the, the at least for dancing, because I just did the Cheetah Awards just last week, and it's like recognizing folks that are still dancing. Very important. And Cheetah's one of my best friends. I just spoke to the other day. You know, I was way out of town, so I wasn't able to come. I went to one of them uh, a couple of years ago, and, and, sh- and she deserves an award named after her. <laughs> she is Cheetah Rivera, baby. <laughs> you know, you, sir, though, have been, as far as, you know, we were talking about the Mansari brothers not being here, but, like, you know, your history and your legacy along with your brother, you know, you've followed in the traditions of some of the biggest names like Sammy Davis Jr. Like that's, those were your mentors. The the, the mentor that we had was really the Nicholas brothers because uh, we met them when we were very young. We could never be as great as they were. They were exceptional. There was nobody like the Nicholas brothers ever, but they took us under their wing and we, I was like Fayard and Greg was like Harold. Mm -hmm. We were, we were very similar to them. Uh, And those were the people that really, really guided us in the business. And then we were very fortunate to, when we became Heinz, Heinz and Dead, 
with my father, than to work with the really truly greats. And they were all, and they were they were great because they really took an interest in us, and they and they schooled us. They schooled us to what what the business is, how uh, how to project yourself, how to how to protect yourself too, project and protect. You know, and the main thing is that the whole thing we learned was the only thing that matters is the audience. Not you. No, you're there for them. They're not there for you. You're there for them. And so you give your, all of your, 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 your like Ella. Ella. Ella, was doing, Ella was doing two shows a night in Las Vegas when they had the Vegas throat, you know, with the dry air. Two shows a night, baby. Four, week, four weeks, no day off. Ella Fitzgerald. And didn't cut a song. Didn't cut a song. So, you know what? I'm just sitting here thinking. So, when you talk about these, these divas of the day and the work that they put, and they were singing, they were singing, and they were working hard, and they were doing these things. What are some of the interpretations that you have with some of these young artists out there, like, in comparison to the, I mean, you know, it's a much bigger scale the way that they're reaching the people now. But, like, in terms of the actual work ethics, do you see it still the same? No, I don't think so. I, I, no, I don't know them that well. You know, I saw them know, know them personally, but no, I no no, I don't I don't see the same kind of uh, it changes. Show business changes. You know, it's their show business now. I'm not from their show business. I'm from my show business, which is a different kind of show business. It really is. I was very very fortunate, and Gregory always we always said we were very grateful to have been brought up in the time we were you know I mean the very first place we ever worked was really the Apollo Theater with Ruth Brown that's four shows a day (laughs) and we were tapping and splitting and doing all that stuff four shows a day well, that means now. So, speaking of which, tapping and splitting and carrying on, yeah. I just saw "Ain't Too Proud" and that Sergio Trujillo choreography. Oh, he's a wonderful choreographer. That to me, that's like when you see stuff like that. Yeah. Does that bring back a lot of that? That yes, it does. It. Yes, it does. Oh yeah, and and he's a fabulous choreographer. Yeah. I mean, he's just genius. You know, I'm so glad it's it's a success. I'm so glad it's a success. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, Mr. Maurice Hines, I know folks, y'all, June 7th and 8th at 7 p.m. I don't have to tell y'all where to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell you because you need to be at 5 size 54 below to come see T- Maurice Hines tapping through life. And at the same time, I love that you have this diva orchestra. You got these women backing you up. Playing like Count Basie, baby. Playing like they're going to blow the roof off this place. And that's what we love here at 54 Below, Joe. That's what I'm talking about. So, again, go to your, get your Google schmoogles. If you didn't know who Mars Hines was, get it, get, it, get it together so that by June 7th and 8th when you're sitting in the audience, you'll know who it is that you're talking to and looking at, all right? And we will be back. Thanks for listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. Now go subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher, and now Spotify.